coaches, by coaches, this is Soccer Chat. <laughs> yes, that's the name of the show. <laughs> With Nick Rizzo. I don't know if I'm entirely ready for it. And Sean Sauterly. There's been no bigger show for Soccer Chat than this one. What's up, everybody? This is Soccer Chat, your weekly coaching podcast, podcast, podcast. And we are brought to you for free. All thanks to some good friends of ours. Every single week, it's Dutik Brand. Shout out to all the Dutik Brand FC members. You in the mail got your welcoming box. Welcome to the 2020 year. Uh, check them out over at dutikbrand.com. Use the promo code SOCCERCHAT at checkout for a sweet discount on all your coaching accessory needs. Also, shout out to our friends over at Torx, T-O-R-R-X.com. For the world's most amazing ball pump, make sure you go check it out. It is absolutely incredible. We've told you about it every single week. Our friends tell you about it every single week, and that is why you need to check them out yourself. Also, big shout-outs to Ellis Riley and the mates over there at Soccer IQ. I've talked to so many coaches in this current situation that we're all in of being quarantined and, and being uh, staying at home, uh, using Soccer IQ. Go check them out, Soccer IQ One on Twitter. Uh, you'll get the link to their website there. Things that you can use for your team to work on the tactical side while we're all practicing this uh, this distance thing. Shout out to Zach and all the homies over at Bounce Athletics. Just to let you know that you can raise your club's profile and give them a professional look this season with NFHS and FIFA-approved custom textured training balls and training vest from Bounds Athletics. Fully customized with your logo and color scheme and produced in the same factories as global brand balls you are already using. Bounce Athletics training balls features a textured PU outer and hybrid seamless construction so they look, feel, and play just like match balls. They also have feature premium, and this is Nick's favorite word. What is it, Nick? Uh, <laughs> don't remember right now. Butyl bladders. Oh, yeah, because I had to look up how, how to say that word like 10 <laughs> times. I should remember that. They also feature premium butyl bladders that hold air all season long so you can spend your time setting your sessions and not pumping up the balls. With only 25 ball minimums, a quick four-week turnaround, and a new two-year warranty, Bounce Athletics can still get you a custom look in time for the spring. Soccer Chat listeners get a $50 discount for their first order of custom balls or training vests just by mentioning the podcast when you email info at bounceathletics.com. Soccer Chat's more than just a podcast. It's a Twitter chat every single Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. Just get on and follow the hashtag Soccer Chat. You can submit questions. You can answer questions. You're going to meet other great coaches from all around the country and around the world. Shout out to Coach Pete in Australia. And also be able to develop professionally at the same time. He's Nick. I'm Sean. And I know we've said this before, Nick, but this really has been a crazy week. This I, this definitely, when all the other times we've said that, it they don't count compared to this mm. week. Not at all. Not at all. Um, most of you who are probably listening to this are all just like uh, Nick and myself and everybody else that we're all uh, kind of doing the whole stay at home thing. Uh, because of the, the coronavirus going on. Well, I, I don't know about Nick. I can't confirm. Um, but I, I'm here in my office at school um, as we're still coming to uh, we're still coming to work every day. Our, our players are at home, and they're going to be home for the rest of the school year. Uh, I know some of you may be in the same boat. Some of you, uh, your players are coming back. Some of you are club coaches. You're getting ready for your spring season to get going. I know I was getting ready for mine. I've had showcases canceled. Uh, now we've been pushed back even further when it comes to training because of our local school is now uh, school corporation is going to be out until middle of April. 
it is insane. It is madness. But the thing that I'm most proud about, Nick, is all the coaches who are getting online and using this time to get with each other, network, and share ideas. Well, yeah. I mean, I think it, like with any bad situation, there's two ways to deal with it. There's one is feeling sorry for yourself and doing nothing. And the other is being active and making the best of a bad situation. And I think that's the coolest thing that we've been able to witness with the soccer coaching community is that, yeah, no, like people, instead of feeling sorry for themselves, instead of feeling like, hey, like everything's so bad, they're they're looking for opportunities to be like, hey, no, let's use this as a time while we're stuck at home to better ourselves, to learn more about the game, learn more about individuals, learn more about coaching. Because I think that's the, again, at the end of the day, our job is to be the best that we can for all of our athletes. And we all, like, I think Gary Kernin put out a quote the other day, I say, it, I think later in the podcast where we all, we finally have the time that we always complain that we don't have. Yeah. Let's use it. You know, like let's, let's use it as much as we can. And that's the thing I think that like I've seen the coaching community do an unbelievable job of so far as just, Hey, like, let's get on webinars. Let's like tomorrow I'm, I, I'm Skyping with uh Shandonino cause we're trying to figure out how to, turn a fitness packet that's normally two and a half months during the summer to four and a half months, but also put in breaks and vary it enough. So the kids are still going to be interested. And so I think it's cool. You have a lot of coaches that not only want to help their players, but also want to help other coaches help their players as well. Absolutely. It, uh, you know, shout out to Bobby Puppioni, one of our guests on the show this week, uh, for, um, you know, he, he kind of got things going with the whole free coaching ed hashtag. Um, and I was just kind of looking at some some hashtags going on right now. And we've got someone who uh, has asked you specifically three questions. Um, and I don't know if this is a joke on you or whatnot, but I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by this. Uh, Sam Koenig, who is the UW Platteville head men's coach, has asked specifically Nick Rizzo. I'm looking to learn how other teams play a 3-4-3, a 3-6-1 over this break. Would love to see tactical analysis principles and video. Then he also asked about the 4-3-3, 4-5-1, and a 5-3-2. You have a lot of uh, analysis to uh, to give to to Sam. <laughs> so Sam's actually a former player. Um, he When I was 20 or 19, like the first high school coaching job I ever had, Sam was actually a freshman on that team. And... I went on to have an unbelievable career at Loris and, and like, I think was multiple time, all region academic, all American, then got into coaching. And so the, we still talk a, a good amount. Uh, I feel like it is how I use like my former coaches. I feel like he bounces ideas off me all the time. But the thing that he asked me the other day, he goes, do he goes, do any of your soccer chat friends play a, th- it was first, it was just a three, six, one or three, four, three. And I go, just post the question online, like tag me in it and I'll retweet it. And that way, hopefully, and like, it was cool. Cause like, I think it was like Matt Danaher or someone. Um, oh no, it was, um, shoot it. John Schaefer. John Schaefer. Yep. John Schaefer immediately got back to him and was like, Hey, yeah, I got some ideas. Like, and that's, I was like, that's the coolest thing about the online community that we were fortunately a big part of with soccer chat is like, I was like, yeah, I guarantee you just ask a question and like tag me in, I'll retweet it. And someone who follows one of us two will be more than willing to get at you and, and help answer that question. And that's what just kind of building off what we talked about. I mean, that's, that's this community right now. It's a, it's a group of people that are really passionate about like just helping each other out. Yeah. It, it's uh the, there was a time for us all to, to get together and really get this in. It's, it's been this, um, something that's been cool 
uh, this week was I just kind of obviously with Thursday night, we've got our our massive Skype call that we're going to try to do. Um, since we all have the time now, uh, we're going to try to get as many people in that as we can, uh, to come be a part of that. And, and we're going to all talk about whatever we need to soccer wise, coaching wise. Um, but I, I, I took a, a leap of faith, um, as if some of you have probably seen on Twitter, um, that I've opened up the, uh, for coaches to call me or I'll call them, I guess, I guess I'll call them. Um, to spend 30, 45 minutes of their time and just let them talk about their ideas, what they're thinking about, what they're wanting to do, um, and allow myself to be kind of a wall and let them throw and see what sticks. Uh, it's been really cool. I've talked to coaches from middle schools. I've talked to coaches from high schools, from colleges. I've talked to college coaching staffs. Um, got to talk to an absolute legend in the coaching game. Uh, on, you, got, you got to talk to Barker? <laughs> He said, I was talking with somebody and I had, to, I stopped our conversation. I said, hold on real quick. I just got a direct message from Ian Barker and they were like, Oh, answer that, answer that. And so I opened up my phone and it said, Hey, Sean would love to do a Skype call with you. Here's my number. Let me know when, when's good for you. And I was just like, Oh my, I, this is not going to go well. I, <laughs> what, what, what kind of things can I help Ian Barker with? Um, but we had a really awesome, awesome phone call um, that uh, I was lucky enough that he allowed me to record. And we're going to be putting that out uh, for everybody uh, later on in the week. Um, but he was just so awesome. And he even said to me, he's like, hey, I want to get on the uh, the big Skype call. So uh, by the time uh, you, you've listened to this, maybe we've had the Skype call already and Ian was on there. But, uh, you know, it's been so cool. People have been reaching out and we've been I've been trying to keep my my afternoons, and my evenings open. Uh, to talk to everybody. Um, Nick has still yet to sign up. And so has Katie Reese has still yet to sign up, uh, but it is what it is. You know, we I don't, just, we don't talk enough. We definitely yeah, don't talk enough so about we, soccer. So I need you to, I need you to allow me to be your, your springboard to see if these ideas that you have are going to work. Um, but it was just cool to where just, I, I think all I'm doing is I'm providing a set of ears. I'm not telling people how to do things. I'm just, I'm being a set of ears to let you um, kind of, just throw ideas out there and, and see what sticks. And maybe there's something that you do that I've done before. And I'm like, Oh, Hey, like, that's great. You should also add this. I noticed when we did this added to that, um, that things, you know, we got better results or whatever it may be. So it's just been super, super cool. Um, to, to, to talk to all these people that we've got to talk to. I've talked to, uh, so many people that have been on the show. I've talked to so many people who haven't been on the show, but they do the Twitter chat, on uh wednesday night to us or thir- or on wednesday nights with us uh so yes. it would I saw you it, had our boy cj on there too yeah i just got to uh got to do all that and it, it's been so cool and uh everyone who's done it so far has said like hey can you can we do more of this and i'm like yeah like i'll totally do it my <laughs> my family's gone for two weeks so i've got a lot of free time uh on my hands but i i think i need to as long as this pandemic is going on like i think i'm going to do it because i also thought about this from the stance of and ian barker mentions this of how many coaches out there are single not like you who's engaged but there are coaches who are single coaching is all they do interaction with their players and parents is all they have and now they're stuck at home yeah and they need somebody to talk to and i just that really hit home with me um and i was like wow like i never even thought about that so now my thing is I'm trying to find those coaches who are in that situation that 
they live somewhere that's not familiar to them. They, uh, all they've got is their team. All they've got is their, their team parents, you know, they're not married or anything and they just need somebody to, to, to talk to and to make it through this because I think when this is all over with, everybody's going to be affected mentally in one way or the other. Um, now those are the coaches I'm trying to find and reach out and connect with, uh, to try to get signed up for these calls and shout out to my homie, Kate MacArthur. She just got involved and was like, Hey, I want to sign up for one of these. And so, uh, we're getting the, the sign up going. So if you're listening to this and you're interested in just having somebody to chat with and, and talk about your ideas that you've got for the upcoming spring or upcoming fall or what you're doing with your team, uh, during this current crazy time, which we're going to talk about with our guest here in a little bit, uh, reach out to me. I've, I, I will open up my calendar for you, uh, because I want to, uh, I want to help you out as much as I can. I don't know how much help I'm going to give you, but I want to help you out as much as I can. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think, I think you're doing an unbelievable thing right now. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to really take advantage of it. And it, it, it could, it could end up being one of the cooler things that's happened to us. Like, and again, like not that the, this situation is cool by any means, but just making the best of a, of a bad situation is all we can really do sometimes. And that's where I think it's, this is just a great opportunity for some people to take advantage of that. Maybe there will be people I, I'm waiting for somebody to request that you have to be on the call with us. And when I, that, I, when that happens, I, w- I will totally let you know. <laughs> well, when that happens, I, I'll, I'll defer and say Sean's the guy that you really probably need to be talking to. <laughs> I don't know about all that. But what I do know is we have some really awesome guests coming up. We've got a guest who's been on the show as a guest a couple of times. And we have somebody who's one, who's probably the original soccer chat OG. He was on some of our very, very first chats that we ever had. Uh, and I've been longing to have him on the show for the longest time. I, I promise that we will get him a full-length show here coming up because he's got such a great story. He's so intelligent. You've probably done some of his webinars this week. But uh, enough about me. Let's get into that interview. We're all kind of going through these crazy times right now. There's, there's so much going on in the world. And um, I, I, I've seen online that we're all kind of reaching out. And we're helping each other out, giving each other ideas and using uh, professional development ideas uh, to make each other better, things that we're trying to do for our kids. And there were two who kind of stood out to me uh, as uh, I, get, I think the phrase is doing the most uh, when it comes to to online and and being able to be a resource for coaches. Uh, so we want to reach out to them and kind of get, uh, get what they're doing and get, and get some ideas that you can take back to your team, to yourself here um, to, to work with them. Uh, we have with us uh, first timer for the show, Mr. John Lipsitz with us. Uh, one of the original Twitter chatters. Uh, from years ago, back in the day, uh, finally make an appearance after many years. John, how are you doing? Great, great. I mean, we're all we're all trying to find ways to stay sane, help others, and uh, you know, bring some light into a difficult times. So uh, everything we can do, I think, is is great. I appreciate you having me. No problem, no problem. And the ever famous, typically a uh, guest appearance, but now getting his his shine is Mr. Bobby Puppioni. Bobby, how are you? you? You look so snuggled on the couch right now. Yeah, it's, it's quite nice. I mean, this is my workspace right now. Usually, usually I'd be packing up um, cones and balls from the field and, and carrying it with the players back to the shed. And instead, we're obviously here right now. So um, we have to adapt, as always, like coaches and players. Absolutely. And, and Bobby, I kind of want to get started with, with you um, just because of um, – you know, obviously everybody knows you're with FC Virginia doing big things over there. Uh, we see the tweets all the time. And, you know, you kind of got things started with something that reminded me 
um, of some years ago. Gosh, this may have been, I think it was right, uh, at least nine years ago. Uh, our, our head coach that I worked with at the University of Evansville, he was like, I want to come up with a hashtag to where when coaches need a resource, they can always go to or we can put stuff up on. Um, and it made me think of the one he came up with was soccer ed. And I was like, what do people look at? That? And they're like, soccer ed. And he was like, well, if they look at it that way, they look at it that way. Um, but you've created uh, the, you have created the hashtag a uh, free coaching ed. What was the uh, what was the idea behind that? And, and what's the, been the response so far? Yeah, well, I'm. Hopefully no one thought it was about some coach named Ed that we were trying to get free from <laughs> hey, the virus my coach or Ed. from my jail. Coach Ed, like, man. Let coach Ed go. He's in the penalty box, you know, and he can't get out. So, um, no, I mean, I was just trying to find ways to give, you know, resources back to coaches so they can continue to grow this time. I know a lot of the, I won't say excuses because we're all trying to find ways to grow during the, the middle of the season, but, you know, some of the things that we run into is life and family and time and work and you're always on the field. And so it's like, how do I fit in a coaching course? How do I fit in reading this book? How do I fit in, you know, interacting with people like like John or others that you can have great conversations with? I just don't have the time to do it. And so I was like, well, we're going to be at home, even if you devoted, you know, an hour of that, maybe two hour block that you're usually on the field. Well, devote an hour to it now, hour with your family that you didn't have and an hour with coaching education or whatever ratio you want to do. So I was like, okay, let's have some free coaching education and free coaching ed. I just came up with it and just threw it out there. And some people started, you know, sending stuff and retweeting stuff. And it's just a way, you know, when I see stuff now in the last couple of days, I've just, you know, quoted the tweet and added that hashtag so people can find it. And it's been a variety of different things, whether it's cool activities I've seen or an article or a quote, or um, I know like Matt Danaher from Soccer Pulse has been doing some webinars and that's been free. All you have to do is register and there's no cost involved and people are going on there and, you know, Yael Everbush has posted things and uh, Beast Mode Soccer has posted things. You know, we send it out with that hashtag and people don't have to use the hashtag if they won't want to, but, you know, people can check it and see like, what are some updates today that maybe I've missed about something that might be good for me to learn or for me to pass on to my players? Absolutely. What, uh, you know, what's, what's been the response so far? You mentioned, you know, just people kind of getting involved and, and David over at beast mode and, and Matt, uh, at soccer pulse, you know, it, it, from what I've seen, there's just been, there's been a lot of interaction with it. Yeah, no, people have, have been retweeting. People have been quoting people. Have, I know have been passing that along. And then I've just got some like, you know, private messages about people just saying like, hey, thanks so much for for doing this This is a great way for us to, you know, find resources that we didn't know were out there for us. And it allows us to then take a look at these different things and see how we can apply and adapt it to our specific environment. You know, just because Frank Lampard, I know there was a Frank Lampard one with Chelsea about unopposed passing patterns and has helped them. Well, that might work great for some, but not for others. But Check it out. See if it will. See if it won't. See how you can adapt it and then make it yours. Um, and I think that's what we all need to do, because what obviously works for a U10 girls team may not be the right thing for a senior level boys team or vice versa. So you always got to take things, adapt to your environment and uh, to the player, because that's who's in front of us. And we always got to be working for them. And then we make it uh, make it for them. And, and it makes us better coaches, too. And then, John, you kind of went even a more personal route. Um, and, and reached out and just said, Hey, if you want to Skype, FaceTime, call me, 
um, you know, whatever questions you may have, uh, what's kind of been the response uh, since, since you've put that post out? Well, what's happened is I've had so many responses that I decided it would probably be a better idea to also offer group stuff. So I have a Zoom account where I can have 100 people going at once and uh, actually just tweeted and put on Facebook that uh, in the next couple of days, we're going to do one discussing tactics and one discussing uh, the developmental plans that I'm doing for a San Ramon football club here and that. I think can work because I I honestly think that we are developing an entire spring now. Uh, I I think the plans of getting back on the field this spring are probably uh, are probably gone. Um, I hope not, but I I think they probably are. And so we have to plan ahead. And, you know, I I think uh, a lot of people don't know I was a high school social studies teacher. So my background is is in education and, um, and and I just felt like it was a time where. Um, my part of giving back for my own sanity first, you know, obviously, but also for, you know, what can we gain out of this time was that I could just say, I just am going to help a lot of people. And with my background, it's all about curriculum development. It's about uh, long-term planning. One of the great things that I was taught by some great educators was backwards building. So, you know, imagine you have a, a final exam. Well, you start at the, at, for a class, you write the final exam, then you work on building towards it because you want everyone to be successful, right? It's not a trick. Yeah. Well, I started thinking, okay, so let's say our season's done, end of May. What would we want our kids to be able to get without being with us at the end of May? And then I started working backwards on how do you set up this entire thing so that our parents and our kids say at the end of May – Look, we wish we were on the field, but boy, did you just deliver us some some special stuff. And in a difficult time, I, I think the real key right now, and, and that's why I love what Bobby's doing also, is we have to provide for everybody a way to continue to learn and uh, continue to better themselves and, without uh, incurring more cost. You know, we got to keep costs as low as possible yeah. right now. And that's why I think sharing and uh, free stuff and uh, is so, so important. And, you know, that's just in general. Then you have this club that I'm working for time now where, you know, honestly, people paid for the spring. Right. And we still have the cost. We still need to pay our coaches. We still need to do the right thing. But um, we need to make sure that we're at the end of this spring having people say, you know what, that was more than we thought we were going to get. Yeah. Uh, And. Look, you know, I was joking around with the guys on the call today. You know, I've got two two kids, uh, 23 and 16, that are introverts, and I've got to get them out of their room. Life's easy for me right now. Games <laughs> in their room. There are people at home with multiple kids suddenly at home. Um, and these kids, you know, now in, in my area, it's shelter in place for the next three weeks, and it's going to be longer than that. And that's it's hard, right? I mean, yeah. I think we're learning right now the job that parents do at home and the job that our teachers do. I mean, my gosh, yeah. we're realizing how underpaid they are. And so, you know, ways that we can help at home during the day with groups of people, I think is really, really important. So uh, I'm sort of combining that group stuff with then individual offers and, and hoping we impact as many people as possible and, um, you know, for no money. Saturday in the homeschool today was well ran by hot principal wife. 
Um, <laughs> laid out, and she had we had gotten uh, from our kids as teachers, basically like, hey, for the next two weeks, do this, and then. Um, my wife then, the principal in her, took all of it, created a one lesson plan with both kids' material on it for the duration of the time. And I was just like, you are such an administrator. Um, but hey, better you than me, because if I would have done that, it would have not been like this. So I was only allowed to teach. Um, I got to do some number stuff. I got to do it with a three-year-old. I wasn't allowed to do fractions with the kindergartner. Um, who was teaching who? I'm sorry, just yeah. So I had so there's a couple of them where I was like, wait, are you sure that's how many there is? Um, but we did have PE with dad. That was the one class. Yeah, PE, PE recess and lunch. I'm sure you were in charge of. I was in charge of lunch. That is correct. I was in charge of lunch. Uh, Yeah. But uh, everything else, it was just like my my wife was all in on that. Um, you know, it's been kind of crazy because we're all kind of sitting here going through the same thing and. You know, I've had so many people reach out to me. They're like, hey, man, you know, your first week of uh, this new job has been incredible. And I was like, yeah, this was the week that we were supposed to start training. We've been meeting in my office. We've been having team meetings to learn how we want to play. And now we're going to actually implement it into the way we're doing things. So me as a coach, I'm sitting here kind of thinking like John is. I, I'm thankful that you said the thing about walking backwards. Uh, think about what your end goal is and walk back. So now I'm thinking of, OK, how can I get with these players over this time period and still be able to instruct them uh, on this way that we want to play uh, for that way when, because I we basically got a thing today that said um, everything athletic-wise is canceled until May 15th. And then the closer to May 15th, they're going to determine if we can do stuff then. Uh, so now I'm, I feel like this is the, the biggest challenge of my time uh, as a coach because now I've got to make sure that they're still getting this. So that way when we do – uh, are able to get back together and meet up. It's almost like we never skipped a beat. Yeah, and and you're new, so you're, um, you know, you you can't say, hey, remember what we did six months ago? <laughs> yeah. Remember? Um, and I would imagine for you, I mean, that's a huge negative and a huge positive because yes. at the same time, everything you're doing right now, I'm sure, is just grabbing these players' attention because it's exciting, it's new, it's yeah. invigorating, and and I think a huge thing for us right now is we can't make our soccer stuff like school. We can't set up a classroom online. You know, it's, it's already going to be difficult enough with distance learning by our school schools. And, and, you know, and for you, for college kids, they, a lot of their identity for them and and everybody is through athletics and they're losing that. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's a, a really cool thing and an opportunity for you uh, and and for all of us at every level to just find those things that inspire that we're, we're the bright light and in a time that's not bright. That's what, you know, kind of my my thing with the, our whole like um, we've been doing videos of like our scavenger hunt this past week. Yeah. Um, and my thing was just like, OK, like I, I wanted to go through all last week of doing team meetings and individual meetings. And I just I wanted to know the players and them know me before we even touched the ball. And so I was like, what are some cool ways that we can um, really kind of get everybody together on the same page and kind of knowing that this may happen at some point? Because we kind of got a heads up on Tuesday. Hey, here's a chance of this happening. It's high. But so kind of plan accordingly. So I said, "Okay, every kid has their phone. They've got social media. Let's find a way to incorporate our school values of doing things, quote unquote, like a bear cat um, and then showing it however we can. And just like 
there's been numerous groups on campus that have been like, well, are we allowed to play too? Cause like we see what the, the women's soccer team's doing and we want to get involved. And I'm like, you know what? Hey, sure. That's fine. If that means more people are, are getting involved and kind of, like you said, sh- shedding a light, uh, in this dark time period, then that that's, what's great. I mean, we've got players now who are doing, uh, I know like, uh, David from beast mode did, is doing like a 30 day challenge. And one yeah. of my players texted me last night and goes, Hey coach, like if I make a video of a, uh, of a startup for juggling, can we make a challenge online? I'm like, challenge your teammates, go for it. Cause we do competition Tuesday and competition Fridays. Um, so we figured that's a way to still be able to do those two things online just through video and, and through social media, you know, Bobby with you working with all kinds of age groups at, uh, the high school age level, junior, junior high age level, uh, you know, kind of was what's, what's FC Virginia's take now on how you're going to incorporate what the kids already have at home, uh, into what they're going to be doing over the next few weeks. Yeah, for sure. So we've, uh, we've had, uh, been subscribers to the Techni app with Yael Everbush for almost two years now. So all of our players, that's a resource we provide for them. So all of our players, um, you know, a lot of them have been doing it already, you know, before we've been dealing with the situation, but now we've just been looking at the, the daily score scoreboards and things just continue to shoot up because they're obviously looking to find ways to pass times. And, you know, then we've incorporated, you know, Hey, send us a cool trick shot video or send us a cool juggling video. And, you know, the girls will be like incorporating something like the juggling doing around the world and then trying to head the ball into the basketball hoop. And just finding way, different ways to be creative or if it's knocking down, you know, a can off of a table by chipping it or, or into a garbage can. And whatever it may be, just finding different ways of this backyard sort of street soccer that's not in groups but individual <laughs> street soccer type of thing um, where they're doing on their own and just finding ways to be creative and, and falling in love with the ball again rather than such always such a structured practice that we're providing. They're, they're working on different skills and tricks because there's no one there judging and watching and saying you have to do it this way or that way. You know, we're giving them even more autonomy than, and creativity than we already try to give them in our club um, to, to have this opportunity to do that. So the Techni Soccer app has been great. We've also sent them the Beast Mode Soccer videos and some different wall videos. Um, there's a guy on Twitter. His name's uh, James. He um, is out of Pennsylvania. And he started this kickwall thing, and he has a website, kickwall.com, um, or is it kickwalls.com, one of the two. But anyway, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a training. It's a site that just gives you the directions to build a kickwall. And it's free. Like, to, you just got to get the materials. And, you know, you can build a kickwall and then use it. And how you can play, if you don't have a wall in your house, you have this kickwall, and you can do that. So we sent them the plans for that if people wanted to build that. Um, if they're allowed to be out of their house quickly to get the supplies safely, if not, don't do it. Um, but you know, it's, um, just trying different ways. And then we've, we've used some technology cause they're on it. We, um, used Ellis Riley's soccer IQ education website. He used to put up these different, um, images and it had, you know, the blue arrow is a dribble and a pass through this gate. And the red arrow is a cross from here which option would you choose in this situation given looking at this picture? So we put the, I love those. Those are great. Yeah. So we put the picture, what we do is we put the picture on a Google form. We make a Google form and then we, you know, have a, you know, drop down, pick the color that you choose. And then the follow-up question is why did you choose that color and describe it? And, you know, and some of the answers that we're getting from even our youngest players that are our nines and tens, um, that are that are typing in answers is is super cool just to read the types of things that that they're giving us you know like 
Um, you know, for example, reading here, um, you know, one of our girls wrote, I chose pink because if the player dribbles forward where the six, five, and four are located on the opposing team, then it would cause them to collapse on the ball, opening up space for the eight as an option for a, for a ball dropped back and availability for the nine and 10 to penetrate. And it goes on. And it's like, she's writing this. This is not us. She's an under 14 player and she's writing these things in her words. No one's telling her that. We definitely know her parents aren't telling her what to write with this because they couldn't come up with that. And it's really cool. And right or wrong, at this point, I don't necessarily care because she's just thinking the game. But then it helps me be like, okay, our players do understand, you know, inviting pressure to combine and play around. Or maybe our players don't understand that situation. And then I can go back and self-assess as a coach and say, we really need to work on our final third play because they really didn't choose the right answer in these situations or maybe we can show them which is the maybe the best answer in this situation and how they can adapt that and learn moving forward so it's pretty cool and we only put up three or four of those so it's not such like tedious homework type of thing but that you're getting like really good responses um after just looking at three or four images and then you know in a follow-up next week we're going to look at you know our game model and the way we want to play and we just have like a 10 question quiz That'll take them five minutes to do, and then they can look at that. So they're working on technique. They're working with the ball. We encourage them to watch stuff on YouTube because um, we have position playlists on YouTube that we put together for each uh, player position. And then we give them a little bit of quiz work that doesn't seem like it's homework, but gets them thinking and responding. And it's not like taking away from some of this time where I think they should be spending with families, uh, with their family. So, you know, it's a good balance. So we're trying to do some different things. That's awesome. I mean, as a person who watched the video of your player go wrap her foot around the ball and then put it in the hoop, I, uh, I, it makes me realize how not skillful I was in soccer growing up. <laughs> that girl could have been, what, more than 16 years old? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's nuts. Like For you guys as individuals, what are some of the things, like, outside of stuff that you're giving to your players that – you're going to use this as an opportunity now to look internally. Maybe it is with your game model. Maybe it's with uh, something something else, like how you played last season, maybe something different that you want to do this season. What are some resources and things that you guys are going through as coaches that are more self-analysis tools? Um, I can say that for me, part of what I'm doing is really reaching out and, and talking tactics and just, you know, I love what Bobby said at the beginning, which is we all love our conversations with one another and we don't have the time to do it. And this is a time where we can reconnect. We can have these conversations individually and collectively. And what I want to really look at is, you know, I keep a book of every training session that I do with every team and I've got book after book of it. I want to look back and go, okay, I did this, this, and this in practice. And how did it end up? Did it work? What was missing? And then discuss that with other coaches. I just think one of the, one of the real problems that I have sometimes, and I'm sure this is true in every community, but certainly in soccer is it has to be this way or that way. This is good soccer. This is bad soccer. It must be opposed. It must be unopposed. It, it's an either or. And I think one of the real mistakes we make is we immediately exclude other ideas as wrong rather than this is the most amazing flowing 
it is coach driven and so many things. And so therefore, there is so much that we can learn from one another and so many different ideas that that all work. So let's share these great ideas. And, and I'm hoping to spend a lot more time doing that because every time I talk to coaches around the country, I realize how little I know and how much I have still to learn. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I agree with John on that. It's, it's the availability of time to be able to do some of these things and um, reading more often and getting to read more books than, than I usually get to read because I have some more time to do it. And, yeah, I don't think we you realize how much some of the time that we get back because of this. Um, don't get me wrong. I would love to be on the field right now, but um, it just finds ways for us to add in some of these things that we don't get to do. And I think we need to be a little bit selfish about it and take advantage of this opportunity to read more, interact with people more. Um, obviously, you know, have have these conversations right now. Um, before this, guys, I was on the podcast with Anna. Anya and I were on the podcast with little Anna, um, the beautiful game podcast, you know, like we were able to do two podcasts in one night, like that would never happen yeah. you know, when we were yeah. dealing with this situation. So um, I think it's just great that, you know, we have this opportunity to um, just develop ourselves more because if we're developing ourselves and we're, then we're going to make it better for the players. And, and to be fair, not that I'm trying to sell it to our families, but I'm letting our families know, like, this is what our coaching staff is doing right now, too. We're not sitting at home watching Netflix and doing this. We might be watching, you know, Netflix to watch Sunderland, the Sunderland series or whatever it was on there or something. <laughs> but we're actually doing soccer stuff. You know, we are having webinars. We're having conference calls. Um, you know, we're sending out different things for the coaches to get better. And we're translating that. And listen, if your coach is getting better, then your, your son or daughter is going to be getting better as well. And not just when we get back on the field, but right now, you know, hey, we just watched this 20 minute video on, you know, creative movement from the front line. This is why we're sending it to the forwards to watch. Boom. OK, this is a great video for them. You know, what are some feedback from that? You know, so, you know, I think it's great that we're trying to find ways to develop ourselves, because, like I said, when we get better then our players are going to get better. You just defined how every single person asks a coach. What do you do in the off season? Do you just hang out and watch TV or yeah. like, I think now, like with everything that people have kind of been putting out online, I think people are starting to learn like, Oh, like coaching is more than just showing up to the field and coaching a training session and coaching a game. There's a lot more details into it. So thank you, Bobby speak louder for the people in the back. Uh, and <laughs> let all those, let all these, uh, let all these people know that we as coaches, there is a lot that we put into this. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and I think, what's been eye-opening too is um a, a year ago you know our girls at fc virginia started um some coaching education by doing the u.s soccer intro to grassroots module and so even just by doing that 20 30 minute online course the feedback from the players was wow we didn't realize these are all the little things that you think about when you're going into a training session this is why you kind of get mad at us if you tell us at 3.30 on the day of that you're not going to be there at club training at night because you were working on my position and this is why we were planning a session around this role or whatever it may be. And Oh, preach greater, that one. Yeah, greater appreciation for those types of things. So, um, you know, and that's something that we're doing again. We're encouraging any of our players that are 16 and older to go in and, and try to do the intro to grassroots module as well. Gives them something to do, gives them appreciation, and it goes into like our culture at our club about giving back 
and having our oldest players work with some of our youngest, youngest players as assistant coaches. And so now they are taking this time where they probably said, Oh, I couldn't do that course. I don't have the time during the school year and et cetera, et cetera. Well, now they have time to, to log on for 30 minutes and do um, the intro course. And now they have that in, in there and they can start by um, giving back when we get back to the fields and coaching with our little teams. And, you know, we're just trying to find different ways like that. And, and like I said, the appreciation for what we do, I think is coming out too, um, which is great as well. And I think I love that. By the way, when we talk about learning from other people, I mean, I've written down four things that I want to think about from our call already that I think change, manipulate, find little nuances uh, of ways we already do things that I think I, my model becomes better. All of those uh, came from Bobby. None came from Every one of them, right. No, <laughs> only Bobby, right. <laughs> only because I can see him now, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, those kinds of things and just to make us think, I mean, we just don't have time. It's we work so hard to serve our players and make sure that everyone, our, every one of our sessions are good and that we're giving all of our energy and we come home exhausted from it. This is a this is a really fun and interesting time. And one of the things that maybe it shouldn't bother me, but bothered me a little bit when I put on Facebook something about you know, coming up with this stuff for the club was the number of people that said, if you're willing to share this, I would love to see this. And it, it, it bothered me because there was this concept that maybe I wouldn't share it. Like why we're all sitting here at home trying to come up with great things for all of the players out there at all levels. Why would anyone not want to share something? Uh, and, and second of all, to get feedback, first of all, to share because it helps other kids. And, and I just, I really hope that part of what comes out of all of this is this real idea in all areas of our life. And yeah, I'm a little bit on a soapbox here, but that we're all in this together. And the fact that we're not sharing things that we think our club does well, that could help another club. It just makes no sense to me. I, yeah. I don't, there, there shouldn't be, a, a feeling of proprietary ruling over good stuff for kids. Yep. It should be yeah. put it all out there and help each other. And, and I, and I think this is a great time for that. Yeah. Retweet that for sure. Retweet. Oh, I think I will. And I'll get some good memes from Sean on and on for sure. <laughs> he'll, he'll, yes, he'll, sir. He, yes, is, sir. he is the best at memes. There is no doubt about that. You know, I, I, my uh, my wife says I speak highly in GIF that I text the same way. Um, just I always they... go, where'd you find that? Where'd you put? And then I start googling and like, <laughs> what did he put in to find that? <laughs> I you know, and so and some if they're just super good, I'll just save them. I'll just keep them on my phone. But others, yeah, I like, I just <laughs> put exactly <laughs> what I want to say, and the best one that pops up, that's what that's what we go with. I love it. I love it. And ninety percent of them are Ducemero. Yeah, that's my show. That show speaks yeah. my language. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you know me, you know that that show speaks my language. Um, what's been, you know, kind of, I guess, because we're all in different situations here um, and with, with various teams, when all this happened, when all this goes down, where we find out, hey, maybe it's two weeks away, and then, you know, a couple minutes later, or, you know, a couple hours later, really, it's, hey, maybe it's more than two weeks. Where are you at and, and what are you doing when this talk of maybe the club shutting down for a couple weeks? Where's, where are you at and what do you start thinking of when you get this news? 
<laughs> so many different things, right? I mean, and and whatever I say first doesn't mean it's the most important, but you have so many things going on in your head. You're like, okay, we have teams that have booked travel. How can we get that money back? Because we care about the finances in this situation because it's going to be an issue, you know, because people are going to be struggling with some money. So we got to get finances sorted out. How can I, I mean, to be fair, it's like I didn't get that one last team talk with my team before it was it. It was Wednesday. I said, you know, hey, maybe we won't be playing on the weekend. We're not sure because it really wasn't decided in Virginia yet. And yeah. then on Thursday, we didn't train. And that was Wednesday was our last session. Now, we had good sessions, I'm, I'm, I think. And I'm glad that we finished on that note. But we really didn't get a chance to say goodbye, so to speak, you know, right. which was sad. And it, it just sucked because I would have given a much better speech about how to use this time wisely. But I think to be fair, the preparation that we've always been doing with them about how to own your development when you're not with us and how to take care of your family and be a good citizen. Hopefully those things are coming out now because that's part of our culture. Um, but it was just, that was the biggest thing. Like I didn't get a chance to, so to speak, say goodbye for a little bit um, because, you know, I'm with them five to six days a week, you know, some form or another of our club, seven days a week, you know? So um, now that I'm not with any of them, I'm just with our, our staff, whether it's via video or, um, you know, phone, um, you know, it, it stinks with that. So that's the first thing about not saying goodbye. And how can I help get some of these finances and travels back? Because I know it's going to be an issue. Um, and, and then I, I think, you know, to be fair, it's, um, you know, how can we solve this problem while uh, appreciating the situation that we're in? Um, because, I, I see. I saw one or two coaches put out there. I can't believe, you know, people are asking their players to do things during this time. And fair, okay, if that's what you what you feel, don't have them do anything fair. I think the kids need that sense of normalcy, and they need to be doing something because um, this that's what they love and that's who they are. So give them the game, give them what they love, and just give them new opportunities to do that just in a safe way at home. I'm not encouraging any of our players to go get together in small groups. I've told them, no, like that's not what you're supposed to be doing. Stay at home. Um, you just do this at home by yourself. And, and that's that, you know, here's the Techni app. Here's some videos. Here's David, um, you know, Beast Mode Soccer stuff. Here's some wall work that you can do on your home. That's at your home. That's safe and, and not a problem. And, you know, that was what I turned next to. How can I help them during this phase to add some normalcy? Not because I want to win that first game back, no matter what, when we get back on the field, but more so, how can I help keep them a little bit sane during this time where we don't know what all what's going on? So the normalcy of training and being in love with the ball um, needs to be there. And so, you know, I wanted to give that to them. No, that's yeah. that's great. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Wait, go for it. I, I had the same feeling about how it ended. I mean, again, this is the least of our concerns, right, right now, but. Um, yeah, I mean, we, you know, we were sort of planning this week and I had it all planned out and then suddenly, well, we're not going to do training today while we get more information. And, um, and so, yeah, there was none of that. It was just see you tomorrow and then it was over. And, you know, I, it's hard for us. I'm sure it's really hard for the kids and, and the parents and because it is, this is a big part of their lives and an important part of their lives. Um, 
you know, I, my tact, and I agree with everything Bobby said, but one of my concerns is when they come back. Because if we have the ability to, to continue the season, we have to recognize that there are people uh, in all different places. I, I've got players who uh, have a backyard with two goals and almost a full field. And I've got kids in places without backyards and without hardly any area. And now eight people in a house with, you know, um, not a bedroom for each person and in very different financial situations and really tough situations now. And they're going to be kids who are going to do absolutely everything we put out there that we ask them to do and so much more. And they're going to be kids uh, who aren't able to. And I think one real mistake that could be made is the idea that we're going to come back and boom, a day later, we play a game. I think that we have to really be careful about where kids are mentally and physically. Um, and almost like a, you know, the example, the experience of having college preseasons, we need to ease into this. We need to have, let's have a week at least where we can just get to know each other again, let the kids have time with one another. And then physically make sure that we're not going to end up with massive amounts of injuries the first weekend. And one of my concerns is we're going to suddenly start playing games again and, and we're just going to have injuries everywhere. And so I do think there has to be a level of planning when this comes to an end, hopefully sooner than later, where we have a ramp up also. That's not part of my planning yet, but I, I really look forward to experts on that sharing their thoughts because I think it's going to be important. Yeah, I think that's massive um, that what John just said about making it like a preseason again. You're having preseason in late April, early May, or whenever it is, right? And you have to ease back into it. And I think that's where we need to be leaders as the adults and as the coaches, yep. not just jump right back into, okay, we missed games, six games. So now we're going to pull double game weekends over the next four weekends where we're playing eight games in 20 days which would be so stupid, you know, like, so um, I think it's important to have that. And we're having conversations on a national level um, and just part of the committees that I'm, I'm with about making sure we are not um, making sure we are not involved in something like, you know, getting games going right away and double fixture weekends and trying to make up so many games um, because of injuries and lack of translating the training field to the game. So, you there, Mick? Yes. Did you guys hear any of that rant that I just went on? Or no, not at all. It said that oh, you were okay. off the call. Go rant away, Nick. You're no, no, quite no. Yeah. I, I was. I, I just talked for like thirty seconds, and then I was realized that no one else was talking after me. Um, no, but what I was saying is. I, I think what you guys have both hit on is really important because we don't know how long this is going to be. We don't know if this is going to be fixed in two weeks. We don't know if it's going to be a month, two months. I, like, like I, I still like at this point, like I me, mean, our season starts mid-August. Like I'm still hoping we get to do that at this point. And so for you guys, what are some of the things that you're – you want to make sure you're doing so that the players, no matter how long this ends up being, are going to stay engaged, interested, and interactive with the things that you're doing with them and with your teams? That's a that's such a good question. I will tell you that in the model that I'm working on right now, 
Um, only some of it comes from us. So every type of thing Bobby talked about from engaging them with um, apps to um, meetings online with Zoom, um, we as the uh, directors in the club are going to be meeting with multiple teams on Zoom after sending out games to talk about things like that, activities to do, and then the coach of the team will do it also. But the two things that we're going to try to do to sort of make it different is, one, we're going to do um, Instagram Live where, you know, one of our players or a coach or somebody, and we'll start this next week, is going to be out doing footwork and actually invite the club at Monday at 4 p.m. I'm just making up a time. Everyone join in. So we have this feeling of community that at one time we're all in our living room, wherever, messing with a ball and following some Corver moves or something like that. Um, so that's why, because I think that need to still have that community feeling is so critical. The second thing that we're going to do is try to have a guest speaker per week. So it might be sports psych, it, uh, the college cert, the nutrition, those kind of things. And um, that way, one person from one time a week we will be having the whole club invited to come and listen to and in interact with someone from outside the club. The kind of things you always want to do for your club and you don't have time for, we're going to try to do during this time. So um, that's our hope by not just making it us saying here are the things to do, but by sort of trying to create a fun club atmosphere that involves them more than us and other people we hope that that keeps it more exciting and energized rather than like school, to be honest, not saying I don't love school. I was a teacher. <laughs> no, I think what John said is great. I love the, um, what you said specifically about things we want to do with our club, but we always don't yeah. get time to do and not because they're not important, but just life club, everything runs up on you. Cancellations, weather, um, a variety of things. So, um, and, and now, you know, a pandemic runs up on you and you can find some positivity in this really yeah. tough time about, you know, this is something we can give to the, the families to give some normalcy back. And um, I think what, what you guys have planned is great. And that's one of those things that I'm going to write down and follow up with too about, uh, you know, our club, how can we provide this type of avenue for our players to keep it fresh? Because to be fair, you know, all of these different apps and videos and things are great, but how soon is that going to like lose its, you know, shininess, right? And we got to keep it fresh. So we had about 20 things that we wrote down as a club, but we only released about five or six of them this first week because we're like, listen, we don't know how long this is going to be. We got to <laughs> save some of this for week two, yeah. three, and four. So yeah. um, that, that buys us a little bit of time at least. So We've done that, and that's why, you know, there's a couple things new that are going to be released next week with a follow-up of stuff with the first week and then adding in little things like that. So, um, you know, I think um, it's just finding ways to, to be creative and add in. And, again, there's a lot of things that can be done for free, and that's what needs to happen where it's not going to cost your club or the families anything either. I just you got know, a live text message that uh, three of my players just did their beep test on their own today. Oh, so that's impact, man. That's awesome. <laughs> that's great. So I 
went on a rant a couple of years ago about the lack of engagement and and I'm I'm not ripping U.S. soccer right now. There's been enough recently that I've done that. It's it's happened. Um, but I went on a rant about the lack of engagement that is done on a national level, like move of the day. This is the perfect time that some that U.S. soccer should have a national team player every day say, "Join me at 1 p.m." every day yep and instagram live and every kid in the country suddenly every soccer player is being encouraged at one o'clock every day do this with u.s soccer and because let's let's be honest okay if we're doing this it's cool instagram live whatever but if take any national team player let me just tell you if Kristen press says she's going to be on next Monday at one o'clock. My whole club is getting on to do it, right? This is what we need right now. And I hope that the things we're talking about actually become such a big thing on a national level that that we're nothing. We're small and, and we just do little things for our kids. I hope that we are absolutely phased out of this by bigger, bigger people with more of a crowd. Yeah. No, and that, and that like there's a lot of things that I I, I think all, like what you guys said. I think there's a lot of good that can come out of this. I mean, it's it's one of those things that we can we can definitely turn this into something that's pretty special if we do it the right way. And 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 again, just take care of each other. And what you talked yeah. about, John, just sharing what we have and encouraging others to compete and grow and do everything that that we're we're trying to do ourselves right now. One of the things I was interested in is uh, Gary Kiernan put out a tweet. I'm going to misquote it because I don't have it in front of me, but it was essentially now coaches, you have all the time that you complain about not having or talk about not having use this time to do things with families, make up for other things that you get, have to miss out on on weekends and stuff like that. For you two personally, who obviously are coaching a lot. What are some of the things that you're doing in that regard? Like either with families or with friends that you, you might not have always had the chance to do on the weekends? Um, for me, I mean, Manya and I are fortunate that, um, you know, we get to spend a lot of time with our dogs because I get to work from home when I'm not at meetings during the day and then Manya's at on campus and then we kind of do a switch during the day. But now we're getting to go to the park together with the dogs. We're getting to... Um, go on just be out in the backyard now that we're going to be staying home obviously we're going to be you know in our backyard playing with the dogs together just doing things like that I think um, relationships for soccer coaches um, can definitely improve or get worse because you have too much time together Um, (laughs) you know but uh, hopefully they're improving or or just being able to do more things Um, cooking together uh, cleaning just spending time watching a show together maybe that you don't get to watch and then we're also doing, you know, soccer things together. Um, it was really weird, but on today's webinar with Matt Danaher from Soccer Pulse, we both were on it, and we were in two separate rooms, and then we were chatting together on it on the live chat. She was making fun of me on there. So, um, you know, we were both home doing that. But, I mean, there's just so many different things that we can take time to do now. This is definitely a serious thing that we're going through, so I'm not taking it lightly. Um, but I think, you know, trying to find the positive in this situation is massive and 
just looking for different things that we can do together, both in the game and as a family um, in our household. That's great, too. I'm not sure if that answered your question or not, but no, that, was nope, that was a good answer. What about you, John? So, you know, we've basically been in just the four of us. I have two sons and then uh, two dogs. So the six of us have basically been inside since last Wednesday. So we're sort of reaching the point right now where it's like, okay, we, we have to have some plans. Like this is, you know, so actually I did my, my typical thing where today we all agreed with one another, what we were going to do every day. And we took different colors of dry erase markers on a mirror and all wrote down our promises for what we were going to do from, reading to um, amount of work, which isn't just I'm going to do this much, but also I'm going to restrict myself. So there's more time with family um, to exercising and how we're going to do that, because, you know, we're going to be inside for three or four weeks. We need to figure that out, obviously. And then we also, as a family in another color, made a commitment to how many nights a week we're going to sit at the we're going to eat together we're going to play a game together. We're going to watch a movie together and things like that because all four of us are pretty introverted. Um, and we could just go into the bedrooms, our selective bedrooms, and not see each other all day. That's who we are. And, um, and I just think it's really important for us to commit to it. So, yeah, it might sound silly wait, you wrote down your three nights a week, you're going to have game night, you're going to play sequence on the table or, you know, whatever game we choose. I'm going to kick their butt at Mario Kart. Yeah. Absolutely, right? But but that's what we need to be able to say, wait a second, you know, are we, are we truly doing this? Are we interacting not just in twos, but in the whole family? So that's what we're doing. I think there's a lot of Mario Kart in our future. I think there's... Um, definitely, definitely, if I can convince them some spades or hearts coming. Um, so we'll see, but, uh, it's, um, we feel very fortunate right now. I will tell you, we feel really fortunate. During Mario Kart at some point, John and one of his sons is going to go out in the front yard and fight each other shirtless. So... Funny you mentioned that. Oh, yes! Because it wasn't actually, that's not exactly how it happened. But what (laughs) ended up happening is there was a big argument about it. And it ended up being that my oldest son challenged my wife and wrestling. wrestling. And this was probably when he, he was in high school at this point. And I said, dude, don't do it. You've never seen your mom fight. Dude, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> so I went, I went to soccer practice. I came back and he had a, like a rug burn that was scabbing from the top of his forehead all the way to the tip of his nose because she held his face down, rubbing it on the carpet. And he refused to say uncle. And the only bit of advice I gave him was, listen, when you go to school, high school with your friends do not tell them the truth about how you got this (laughs) so i talk a lot of smack but i'm not the scary one in the family holy cow i note to self never ever challenge uh john's wife to a wrestling match oh let me tell you she doesn't get angry much but when it happens 
<laughs> she, she, she's tough. I, I'd say so. She may have to uh, fly down to WrestleMania now and then whoop up on somebody down there. Holy crap. I always try to get her to watch. She won't watch with me. She's like, this is oh, so dumb. It's awesome. <laughs> Probably because she's like, I could take every single one of them uh, if, oh. if it came down to it. She would she would be uh she would be Bailey, the the nice girl that uh <laughs> gets mean. That's With exactly the, uh, she... wacky inflatable tube men. You got it. <laughs> well guys, that's the, we want to thank you so much for coming on and kind of sharing uh what you've got going on and, and how this has kind of impacted you and and what other coaches can do. Uh one of the big things about soccer chat. Um, as you all know, is we're just trying to create this big network where coaches get in contact with each other. Uh, what are uh, what, what are your shout outs for the week? What how can people get in contact with you? Uh, what plugs do you guys have? I'm um, on Twitter. You can follow me at at Bobby Pup B O B B Y P U P. Um, I mean, I, I there's a lot of cool webinars and different things. Check out what John's doing. I've already put it down in my stuff. Um, check out that hashtag Free Coaching Ed. Don't check it out because there's plenty of stuff not on there as well. Um, but just use the time wisely. Use it with family um, that, that's in your house with you. Use it to uh, call people, FaceTime people that you usually don't get to because that's a great way to reconnect with someone and learn something new about them or share in their struggle, share in their triumph. And, um, you know, just look to make the best of the situation. Um, I was reading... Um, a passage today out of uh, Fergus uh, Connolly's book today. And, and there was, you know, just a great message in there um, that, that, that said, you know, we all have setbacks. It's how we choose to frame them that determines what happens next. We can decide to either moan and groan or resolve to compete against and improve ourselves regardless of the situation. And I highlighted that and I just posted on Twitter a little while ago. And I, I couldn't think of a better passage for what we're going through right now. Um, let's try to make the best of it. Don't take it lightly. Stay home. And let's make sure we get through this together as a country um, and as a planet. But let's also make the most of our time because staying at home doesn't mean you can't get yourself better and can't make others better either. Absolutely. What about you, John? Yeah, I, I completely concur. I mean, look, this, this is serious. But at the same time, uh, while we know it's serious and we need to treat it seriously and, and we certainly have a responsibility not only for our loved ones but for everybody out there to do everything that we can on our own to help them um, I think it's just a wonderful time to reconnect with people uh, it's a wonderful time to tell people that you love them which is something I think that we don't do enough we all get busy we, we go man I haven't talked to so and so and I think being you know, really open with people and, and about how much we appreciate them and how much we care about them is, is what it's all about right now. And, and, uh, I, I think every time, everything we can find positive is, is important and special and, um, and, and knowing that there are going to be some hard stories and some hard times. And so, uh, let's value those relationships as much as we can. And how can people get a hold of you on, on Twitter and social media? Uh, I'm just, I'm on, on, on John Lipsitz, L-I-P-S-I-T-Z. And, and, uh, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter on there. And, and like I said, I'm, I'm always willing to talk to anybody. It can be completely private. If you want something public, we can do that. But, um, you know, one of the advantages of being the old guy in the room, being in my fifties now is been there, done that. And, um, I, I just, I just really enjoy just giving back to people and, um, and just being with people, to be honest. 
Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for taking time out, you know, from your families and getting ready for your, for your team uh, to come talk with us. But I think it's something that, uh, you know, every coach, you know, everything that, that you all said is things that they are, have been looking to hear and things that they're wanting to hear. Uh, and I couldn't think of two better people to spread that message than John and Bobby. Thanks for having us on. Thanks so much, man. It's again, we kind of talked about in the intro, but I think one of the coolest things about this whole situation is so many people aren't using it as an opportunity to to really just shut shut away. And again, I think it's very smart for us to be in our homes and, and to not necessarily risk getting other people sick. But I think the cool thing that's come of this is everyone's like, all right, well, how can we take advantage of the fact that we're going to be in our homes? You know, again, yeah. and that's where I think it's gotten it's so cool that we have guys like like the two that we just had on that are more than willing to share their ideas, like share other people's ideas and get out there. I think that I think that was for me, we're all going through. I mean, wait, I got where I said the other day He's like I've been coaching for I think it was like 35 years. And he's like, I, I've never had anything like this happen before. And that's where everyone's at right now. And so to be a part of a community that is so willing to help each other out is just, it's made me realize that we're, at, we're so lucky to, to have the people around us that we do. Yeah. It's, it's just been, man, the coaching world has been so blessed. Um, and I've kind of looked at this whole situation with my own program I'm sure you probably thought about it as well. Probably not as much as I have um, just because your your mind thinks way different than mine does. But this time period of that we're in right now is almost a blessing in disguise yeah. um, because it's allowing us to step back, reevaluate everything, reevaluate ourselves as coaches and be able to say, hey, you know, I, I need I want to know more about this because I, I, I kind of mentioned this to Bobby too, talking with him and, and he and I have been ever since this really has all went down, he and I have been texting a lot. Um, shout out to Bobby. I think, I feel like we've grown really close in the last week. Um, but you know, it allows when our players are seeing us online doing these things and participating in the, in this, when we get them back and if they've been doing whatever touches they need to be doing, whatever fitnesses they need to be doing, um, they can look at and say, Hey, not only was I improving as a player, but my coach was trying to improve as well. Um, and so it's almost a, a blessing in disguise to let us kind of step back and refocus and figure out what the goal is, what, where we're trying to get to, uh, and find more way, more than one way to get to that goal. Yeah. And, and I think you hit it really spot on. It's, I think, I, I think also it might even give our players a chance to, really appreciate that. Like, Oh, like what do coaches do every single day? You know, like, Oh, like, Oh, they just go out to the field and blah, blah. And it, it might be a little bit more transparent for them now to be like, Oh, nope. They actually, they, they do stuff. You know, they, uh, they, they do a lot of things that maybe don't necessarily show all the time. And so I think that's might well, I think that would be a cool side effect for all of us to be like, Oh, like our, our players actually might be able to appreciate like that we do care about them so much. And when we leave the soccer field, we think about them all the time. And, and so I, I think it will be a good opportunity for them to maybe see like how much we truly appreciate them and how much we're going to work during this time. Yeah. You know what I appreciate, Nick? I butyl, uh, bladders. 
<laughs> well, not only that, but I really appreciate the aluminum folding dynamo goal. Have you heard about yeah. the dynamo goal, Nick? I, I unfortunately was so fixated on the butyl bladders that I, uh, I, I forgot temporarily, which is something that's terrible to do. I, I would love to hear about the dynamo goals. Let me tell you about the dynamo goal from Bounce Athletics. It is the world's most portable and durable small-sided goal, weighs only 19 pounds, and takes only five seconds to set up or fold flat. The Dynamo goal is utilized by the entire North American soccer spectrum from recreational clubs to MLS to create dynamic small-sided training and game environments. It's available in 3x5 and 4x6. The Dynamo goal requires no staking, so it's going to be perfect on all training surfaces. Net customization is also available for those programs who are looking to create a professional training environment like Nick and myself. Visit www.dynamogoal.com for complete details. The goal started only $257 per goal with free shipping. I'm telling you, if, if you saw them at convention, like Nick and myself, these are high-quality goals. High-quality oh. goals. And it's only $257. And just because you're listening to this show, you're going to get a $50 discount when you use the offer code soccer chat at checkout. So you're going to get a $257 fantastic premium goal for only $207. That's insane. Get out of here. Get like, out of here. Look at all. I mean, like I've seen TVs that are way smaller than that, that are significantly more expensive. Yeah. You and, and, and they make goals for MLS teams. They're making goals for clubs all around the country. You can get one, too, for just $207 after using your $50 discount by using the offer code SoccerChat at checkout whenever you visit dynamogoal.com. That's D-Y-N-A-M-O goal.com. Man, it's been a crazy week, but you know, um, maybe somebody wants to talk to you about it, Nick. And they uh, they just say, hey. I want to get to know this Coach Rizzo guy more. I want to see what he's doing during this downtime, or I want to know about a, a 461 or a 343, whatever it may be. How can people get a hold of you? Are you going to make me start remembering my Skype name now? Because that might be a level that I'm not ready to to get to yet. But No, because you have a ridiculously long one, because you've got one of those like ones that they generate. You don't have yep. the Nicholas Rizzo anymore, so don't worry about that. Okay, but the best way to get to me, not via Skype, via Twitter, is at Coach N. Rizzo. What about you, brother? And mine is at Coach Soderling. If you're into the, uh, the the coach's calls, let me know. Hit me up in the DMs or just send me a, a tweet. Um, we will gladly get you signed up for those. Those are going to be going on for the next couple of weeks, uh, maybe even longer. We'll see, we'll see, uh, we'll see what uh, everybody thinks about it. Uh, make sure if you are listening to this on Wednesday – check out or if you're listening to this on thursday morning make sure that thursday night you are checking out our live skype call with nick myself at 7 p.m eastern time uh we're going to get as many people as we can on there uh and and just talk about everything that's going on with us and, and maybe we can all help each other out um kind of talking with some people to possibly even moderate uh where we may have a massive guest on uh, that you can ask questions to. So we'll have to, uh, you have to stay tuned for that. So make sure to check that Skype call out on 7 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday, March 19th, as Nick and I will uh, open up our ears for everyone who wants to listen. Shout out to all of our friends over at Dutic Brand, Tiffany and Adelaide. And we can't forget about Bobby over there. You all, if you're members of Dutic Brand FC, you've gotten your sweet, sweet, sweet members boxes. I, as we're recording this, I'm thinking, I think that mine's at my house. So what I'm going to do is when I run home, 
and I'm going to drive the speed limit. But I'm going to go home. I'm going to do an unboxing video. Nick, have you gotten yours yet? Uh, not that I know. Okay, so don't open yours up. I want you to wait until I do mine, and we can open them up together. And maybe if you can get your camera uh, working, we can like do like a live video of it. I, I think we can make that work. Okay, so it's confirmed. You just heard Nick say we're going to do a, a live unboxing of our Dutik brand uh, Dutik brand FC boxes. So check them out, dutikbrand.com. Use the promo code SoccerChat at discount. At discount. My goodness, use the promo code SoccerChat to get a sweet discount at checkout. That's what I was trying to say. Shout out to our friends over at Torx, T-O-R-R-X.com, the greatest ball pump you'll ever see. And Ellis Riley and the mates over at SoccerIQ.com, Soccer I- at SoccerIQ on Twitter, and uh, for all your tactical needs. It's been a crazy week, everybody, but guess what? We're all in this together. We're going to get through it. We just got to keep working together. We've got to keep doing what we're doing. Stay at home. Don't go out, do any training or anything like that. Stay at home, get out, take a walk, go for a walk, get some fresh air. Absolutely, absolutely you want to do that. But the main part is we want all of you to stay safe. Wash your hands, take care of yourself hygiene-wise. If you know anything going on, call a doctor, don't leave. Do what you got to to keep everybody safe. Do what you got to do to keep yourself safe because we've all got to make sure that when this is all said and done, we're going to be able to do this again all together in person and together he's nick i'm sean nick the best part about soccer chat is we get to do this again next week we'll catch you later see you later brother